Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the majestic one, Misty Marks, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. Previewing and viewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between every Saturday, and interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Wednesday on YouTube and CastBox, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I am, of course, your host, that guy, James J., alongside the leader of Squash Squad, who is probably on, you probably saw on SmackDown yesterday, Kaliko Yats, who is not here for obvious reasons. Uh, but who is here? The Americans, who did us? Do you know how the cops figured out who slapped Chris Rock in the Oscars? Easy. They just found the fresh prints on his face. And it's a great day for us, as uh, last week on the show, we interviewed Misty Moss. Um, incredible interview with an incredible person. Uh, cannot wait to see what is next for Misty as um, the future is very bright for her. And that is Misty with uh, two eyes because she is twice as good as you. Uh, and uh, this upcoming Wednesday, our post WrestleMania uh, interview, we got uh, JXT, um, an Australian from Australia. Uh, and, uh, a lot of fun. I always love those Australian interviews. It's always interesting seeing how another part of the world responds to pro wrestling. No, Scooter? Yeah, yeah, given that, you know, I thought JXT was just, you know, Japanese NXT. Uh, seriously, in all seriousness, seriously, uh, JXT, great interview. There's There's something a little bit even more special than our interviews than when we do them with someone in another country, especially Australia. And if you don't believe us, uh, here's a little clip of that interview right now. Everything. We shorten all our words. I, um, I lived with Kevin Matthews for three months and he... Oh. Really? KM? Yeah. yeah, I was sleeping on his... I slept on his couch for my last American tour. And, um... Yeah, I just... We nickname everything. Like, we call McDonald's Maccas. <laughs> um, so, everything I would shorten. He'd be like, Yo, what the fuck is that? Like, what are you saying? Um, in the big, loud KM voice. But, yeah, Hungry Jacks, we would call Hungers or HJs. So, I tried Burger King when I was in the States. Um, when I was a kid, we did have some Burger Kings. But Burger King and Hungry Jacks were the same. But some franchises were Burger King, some were Hungry Jacks. Now they're all Hungry Jacks. But I tried Burger King many times when I was in the States. And, yep, I had the Whopper. It tastes the exact same as it is in Australia. <laughs> uh, we have a few different menu items, but all franchises were like that. But, yeah, literally Burger King in Australia is Hungry Jacks, and it tastes very similar. Wednesday, April 13th, uh, we got Chelsea Darden, and you definitely don't want to miss that one. Um, something that is, uh, you could still do is the Wrestling with Mania Madness tournament that's still going on. It's uh, me and Coleco in the finals. I'm one vote away from tying Coleco, and I'm, as of this recording, and uh, I need two votes to actually beat Coleco. So, um, vote. Go to Wrestling with E on Twitter and vote for the Hardy Studleys and Edson Christian Triangle Ladder Match from WrestleMania 2000. Or you could go with Coleco's pick, which is Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha from uh, 32. Which was my pick last. Which was my pick last year. Yeah, but you didn't do as well as Coleco did. Well, that's because I rigged it. Oops. Sure you did, buddy. Sure you did. Whatever you have to tell And this just in! James is officially tied with Coleco! 
Yay! Just one more vote. Alright, uh, I think we're done putting ourselves over. Uh, Never. Well, for the moment. And as always, it's a great day for wrestling. Uh, because we're in the midst of WrestleMania. And it all started last Sunday at WrestleMania Oscars edition. Uh, we had Walt Smith versus Chris Rock. Um, what was your thoughts on probably the best match we're going to see all week long, Scooter? Uh, hmm. God, I mean, it, it was a long time coming. Yeah, the, the Fresh Prince versus, uh, God, what do they call him? Let's call him Bigger and Blacker. The name of one of the specials, I think. Um, uh, but, yeah, the fact that, the fact that Will Smith threw an open-handed slap, ah, uh, ah, uh, I mean, the, the, uh, the intestinal fortitude, or testicular fortitude, whichever, it's some kind of fortitude, that Chris Rock displayed in taking that, uh, you know, that slap proves why he is the, not the dirtiest player in the game, but I guess the cleanest player in the game. I mean, what kind of guy is Chris Rock? I mean, he didn't go down at... He didn't, he no-sold that shit. I think the entire world no-sold it. <laughs> I mean, essentially, Will Smith went heel. And then tried to cut a, a... Oh, no, I'm not a heel promo later on. He was acting. Acting made me do it. When we all know it was him not wanting to get that look from Jada. I'm sorry, but if, if you're married, you know that look. That you better go do something about it or I will not give you your balls back. <laughs> I mean, he, she's had his balls for the whole the whole. Yeah, plus she's got a couple of other guys, too. We yeah. we all know already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, and the I'm, end, mm. in the end, Will screwed Will. Because Jada didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it was quite a Hall of Fame ceremony as well uh, last night. In the first ever SmackDown Hall of Fame dual show, where if, if you had enough resolve, you got two shows for the price of one. And I believe Coleco is still there as we speak. <laughs> yes, if you see, yeah, a, a big drunk guy going go dogs, that's Coleco. Or Saint Elaine Mecca. And good God, what zebra did Byron Saxon kill for that suit? Whoop! I mean, talk about a fashion nightmare. That was horrible. Whoa! A lot better. Um, but no. If you're uh, one thing that we wasn't that kind of came out of nowhere that people uh. That was kind of just a sudden addition was the Steinos. Um, you know, again, we're not saying who deserves to be in there, who doesn't. Um, the Steinos, I mean, wow. Did anybody even think that um Scott was gonna be in the Hall of Fame anytime soon? I think the argument is that would be the only way Scott would get into the Hall of Fame. And it kind of feels like the only reason they did it was because they're, the superstar that they're really trying to push right now is 
Oh, Rick's son. And, you know, I think we're still waiting on Scott to show up, even though it's a day late. <laughs> but I mean, he's what is that? What the fuck is that? Ex- what was that going to be that expect- acceptance speech from Scott? I mean, you be like, I appreciate you all being quiet for me, as he speaks to an audience of nobody. He went on after the interview. Okay. No, he just showed up really, really late. Oh. And uh, the WrestleMania, uh, the Hall of Fame segment at WrestleMania, that's when he does his acceptance speech. I gotta say, Scott still, uh, I mean, he can't go too well, but he still wrestles to this day. Yeah, that that's that's all we're gonna say about that. But, um, I mean, the Steiners are one of the great tag teams in pro wrestling. I think they got, maybe got as much as they could have or should have in WWE. They was, they was only there for a cup of coffee, right? Uh, they were... They were there for... Uh, a year... About They were there for about 18 months. At the end of 92 to, uh... To the summer of 94. Hmm. So a little, little under two years... Uh, because, um, they both competed in qualifying matches for the 94 King of the Ring. Uh, they, you know, became, you know, one of the, honestly, you could say that they were one of the leading teams going into the new generation. But that kind of, um... That kind of yeah. didn't happen for obvious reasons. Uh, but I mean, they had uh, one reign with the tag team titles, uh, and they they won them they they won them in a cage match. Believe believe that against Money Inc. Um, and. Right when they you know, signed it for getting into the WWE, that's when I was really starting to watch it full time. Because I remember the first pay per view that I watched coherently that I could understand was the 93 Rumble. And yeah, the, the signers, the Beverly Brothers on that card. Um, I mean, they, they were doing stuff at a time when, you know, big guys didn't exactly, you know, do a lot of, you know, risky moves. So, I mean, I will, I will never forget the, uh, God, what did they call it? The, uh... Province of Quebec rules. When it was the Steiners against the Quebecers, and and they lost the tag team titles via disqualification. Because those Quebec rules, everybody gets yeah. Everybody gets screwed in um, Quebec. In Quebec. Viva Quebec! Viva Quebec! Hello, my name is my name is Alex Quebec. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I believe I called this a couple, maybe a month or two ago. That if anybody should go in right now, it should be Rex Steiner because they're pushing um Braun. Yes. Yes, uh, I would play the devil's advocate there and argue that Rick's singles career might not have been enough to warrant him as an individual induction 
only because by the time his individual push really started taking off, it was the dying days of WCW. And and the crowd loved Rick Steiner. They they loved his catchphrase. And you know, now that I think about it, um, I've seen the Steiners wrestle live in person. So they wrestled the New Age Outlaws, if you could believe that. Ah, so they wrestled Billy Ass. Uh, again, he stuck his tongue up there. And Mick Foley was the referee, so he said, and he said, tongue up the ass was legal. I am not making that up. 100%. Um, um I mean, good guy. Like, yeah, yeah, you ever wonder if, the, if, you know, if Scott Steiner was on the toilet, would he be Big Papa Dump? I, he's getting left down years, so yeah. Yeah, he would he would paint himself blue and wear a red hat for Halloween and go as Big Papa Smurf. Then um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Grace. Um, something Grace from Impact. Oh, Jordan? Jordan and Grace would have to throw a small fit. So she's the ter- a big the problem. Ter- pump. <laughs> the term is thick. Oh, uh, no, that's what they called her when she was with him. And then Petey Williams could be wimpy small. Oh, he's the make-believe muscle. Like the make-believe muscle. Just make-believe. Did we cover all the smurfs in this uh, episode? Uh, tra-la-la-la-la-la. Papa Smurf, can you... Never mind. Alright, um, something that you called, um, there's, uh, there is highly speculation that, um, Edge will be making his own faction very soon. Uh, maybe as early as as early as uh, today, later today, when he wrestled AJ Styles. Um, of course, one of the people rumored is Damian Priest. Um, I'm kind of half with it and half against it. And I feel like it's a smart move to put Edge in a faction because he could promote some younger guys without putting his body on the line. But the way that he's acting now, it seems like it would just be a rehash of the brood. Your opinion? Oh. Yeah, I'm glad you're in because honestly, I don't remember calling this. <laughs> last, um, last week, buddy. Um... I mean, it makes the most sense for Edge to lead the faction. He's at that point in his career, um, and you know, it, it. I would not be surprised if Edge forms this. You know, for purpose stable as the, you know, the veteran, and we get we get a feud that's based in Edge's group, and AJ Styles' New Japan group. AJ Nakamura, Boogs, you gotta include Boogs, unfortunately, and Brock. Let's go. I, I, call me crazy on this, but I think, I think before, at least by SummerSlam, I think we're gonna get Brock and Edge. Uh, I would, I would put Brock with Edge, just because, 
and I'm not saying, uh, by no means am I saying that Brock Lesnar is uh, dangerous in the ring. I mean, he could be if he wanted to be, but I've never heard that he was never not safe. Why would you put Brock Lesnar in a in a in the same ring as somebody that's as badly hurt as Edge? Because it's one of the few dream matches left that can actually happen. I mean, we did get Brock Lesnar and Edge. Insurrection uh, 2002. Oh, that doesn't count. Because it was in England? Because it wasn't a beast incarnate. So it has to be this version of Brock Lesnar. Yes. Hmm. I could say that the 2002 Brock Lesnar was just as dangerous as Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar. But, um... Uh, Insurrection 2002, no, we did not get Brock and Edge. We got... The Hardys against Brock and Sean Stasiak. The fuck? That does not sound right. <sighs> yeah, it would, that wouldn't sound right to me too, but I'm looking right at it. Ooh, you know, should we call Sami Zayn? Why would we call... Why would we call Sami Zayn? Because we have his phone number. Uh, Johnny Knoxville gave it out. I'm not kidding. Call him right now. Okay. Put on speaker so we can all hear. Hold on. called him about 75 times when it was given out. Alright, um, let's get back to the Edge faction. Um, Damien Priest seems like a good fit for what he's doing right now. But what are your thoughts on what I said about this maybe being a rehash of the brood? I can see the, I can see the comparisons if if it's just Edge managing a team essentially. Yeah, it'll it'll be like the brood. If it's three other people, uh, then I could almost guarantee that they wouldn't equate it to the brood. They would equate it to to the numerous other four-person factions. And not to mention the, the, the last faction Ed ran, uh, it did wonders for Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins in their careers. <coughs> yeah, you could say that. That's it. I, I mean, of course, I would also say that, yeah. Wait, did, did Rated RKO come before or after the Edgeheads? Uh, before. Ah, shit. Um, I mean, 
I mean, you know, they could do a stable based on, you know, the edge and beep, show the totally reach of awesomeness. Then you would have Tommy Dreamer in there. I don't think they want to bring back Tommy Dreamer. Well, it's either that or Carlito. Well, he does spit in the people that um, don't want to be cool. They're spitting in the face. There's people who don't want to be cool. Um, who would be a good fit for this faction other than Damien Priest? I personally think Ben Barlow could do wonders underneath us. I think Finn Balor is the person to feud with. Not Finn Balor doesn't need that tutelage. Yeah, yeah, what tutelage? But he needs that mouthpiece. Ah, uh, I, you know, I would say he doesn't because also. Balor is in the beginning of the twilight of his career. You're not wrong, you just, but this could be the only time to give him that one last let's go for a push. You know, to yeah. go for a WWE or Universal Championship. More accurately, WWE. Because being Roman for that belt. Honestly, I see more of NXT being a part of it than uh, than anybody currently on the roster. I I I get, I will concede to Priest, uh, Dexter Loomis. Okay, I would that be pretty cool, and. I would say if they haven't screwed him up already, Zion Quinn. Have him take the... the Lost Uso brother? No, no, that's Solo Sokoa. God bless you. That isn't. Um... That's a... I mean, Terrain Cross would have been great in that faction if he still was like, there. I, maybe... Maybe Omos? Hmm. He could definitely use a mouthpiece. Yeah, maybe Commander Aziz in his 700th rebranding. Um... Dabakato Kalen. Kaba, Kalo, Edzo? Hello? Gaba, Gaba, Lee, Gaba, Gaba, hey, Gaba, Gaba. Yo, Gaba, Gaba. DJ Lance Rock. DJ Lance? DJ Lance? DJ, if I could be serious for a minute. DJ Lance? DJ Lance? DJ Lance? Okay, I'm done. Um... Coleco's hungover. Yeah. Was this really news? Um, going on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, Tony Storm debuted for AEW uh, last Wednesday. God damn it. I saw this. I mean, everybody saw it. It was on Wednesday. I mean... Yeah, and you, you got to see the dirty version on OnlyFans. I think everybody uh, did that. I mean, at this point... Oh! It must, like, oh, it must be Wednesday. Tony signed a new person. And I totally get that, uh, what you're getting with that. But compared to the amount of male talent that he's signed, which has been substantial, look at the last person, female, that he signed. 
Ruby Soho. That was in September. And how many people, how many male superstars have come in since Ruby Soho in September? A lot. And how many women came in? Well, not WWE women, so. I mean, not even indie talent at this point. They didn't sign any females. Or maybe, uh... Was Marina Safir came in before uh, Soho or after? Uh, I believe it was after. Alright. Well, I'll give him that one, but doesn't AEW need more established female talent to kind of, um, what's the word, um, legitimize their, uh, their, uh, their female roster? I, I would say that they have enough of a, uh, of a roster. That they they don't need to go bring in, you know every uh, you know other you know female talent. Okay, Ruby, great. That's that's a it's a it's a big get, and it lends some you know li- mo- a little bit more legitimacy to your division. Uh, I'm. More put off by the fact that Tony Storm said she was essentially taking a break from wrestling. That she that she was, you know, exhausted from it. Only to end up, you know, when Tony came calling to come running. Um, I, I kind of get your point there, but... I mean, if the money was good, then you kind of get over it, right? Yeah, but... Here's the thing, we knew that she knew how to make money, and that she was making money. Well, maybe she... Well, if, if it's Australian dollars, it might be chunk change in America. Well, we know. Okay, I think the Australian dollar is worth more than the American dollar at this but point. Um, I think that it's a big get for AEW. I mean, a lot of people know who she is. She's an established character. But, um, I mean, the thing of it now is, are they going to do something with her? Or are they just going to feed her to Jade? Because Lord knows that they fed the entire roster to her. Uh, and just call it a day with her. Well, considering that she qualified for the Owen Hart Cup, would that win? We're definitely going to see more of her. I kind of... I, kudos to their creative team for calling their qualifying matches Owen Hart Foundational qualifying matches. Of course, you could see all of her on all her OnlyFans. Subscriptions are $20. <gasps> <Arruda>! Um... Speaking of the Owen Hart uh, tournament, Julia Hart should win that, right? Who? Julia Hart. Who? Julia Hart. What? Julia uh, Hart. Well, I mean, obviously, but clearly Natalia should win it. Duh. Hmm. That would make sense. 
But that does beg the question, Squiddle. Who did Bret Hart ever beat? Uh, who did who ever beat? DJ Lance. Um, it's also reported that um, Tony Khan had um, a heated conversation with MJF uh, about an interview that he did that he did not run by um, AEW management. Um, some are saying that he's acting out because he wants more money on his contract. Uh, even though he has two more years on it. Holy shit. Oh, um... I'm sorry, I'm remembering what Rick Steiner looked like last night. And Scott, for that matter. God damn. Um... I wouldn't be, I, I take anything involving MJF with a, with a lot of grains of salt. That's really true. But, I can understand why he feels like he's a big part of AEW. But, not getting the money that he feels he deserves. So, where does that leave him in the eyes of Tony Khan? Do you pay him the more money? Do you let his contract expire? Do you keep him under contract? Would WWE pay him what he feels he's worth? Probably not, you know? Mm. Mm. No, but he would probably, he'd probably get a Probably a couple more incentives in his contract. I mean, it's not like creative control is a thing in AEW that you need to put in the contract. They give you all the freedom you want. So what would be that crunch? Mm. I mean... I could, well, they would never let MJF skip right past uh, NXT to the main roster, so. Um, hmm. You know what? They hire him, it's not as a wrestler. They'll uh, put him as a manager named Budge. No, they'll make him a referee. Hmm. Okay. Then he, then he would be MJ Raff. Oh God. Um. Speaking of NXT, um, it was earlier today and nobody watched it, as um, to be expected. Um, but Randy Orton did do an interview on Pat McAfee, so where he told uh, Pat that the guys, uh, he walked some of the guys from NXT and that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing, his words. Um... Is that just Randy not wanting to do a more um, snug style of wrestling? Or is there kind of some way to what he's saying? Considering half the people that went up to the main roster are now fired from WWE. Uh, I, I, I... Whether Randy's confusing the Performance Center with NXT. Um, 
remains to be seen, honestly. I mean, I mean, I doubt that that would have been approved uh, if it's new that was going to be said. I bet, you know what? God, maybe Randy's the next uh, main roster guy to uh, take a little detour through NXT. It's kind of um, a uh, storyline gimmick, whatnot. Yeah, we wouldn't be surprised. Surprising. All right. Um. The last uh, bit of news before we go into our final uh, preview of WrestleMania. Undertaker did an interview where he said that he could squeeze one more out. Oh, God. One more what? (laughs) Well, he said... That's the question. One more what? Exactly. I think he's a, I, I'm assuming he meant a match. Or may, maybe he, maybe he's just really constipated. That's been going around lately. Alright. He'll um, come back with his new move, the deuce dropper. That'll conclude the news. Um... Quick word from our sponsor now. Rogue Energy, the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, whether it be juices, shakes, smoothies, and everything else in between. Their low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Their extreme formula provides the most energy, focus, and sports performance possible. Their hydration line offers focus, ingredients without the added caffeine. Drink it anytime. You're thirsty. And their shake formula is so delicious. Who doesn't love a cookies and cream, zero-calorie energy milkshake? First and foremost, they've designed every Rogue product line with performance and effectiveness in mind. It is critical that you look at the nutrition panels of drinks when comparing options. There are countless off-brands out there that are presenting low-quality, poorly-dosed formulas that amount to expensive caffeine water. Every formula they produce is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients. Additionally, you won't find a powdered gaming drink brand that dissolves better. No need to have chalky textures in your drink. Their taste profiles are unmatched, specifically designed for gamers, athletes, students, entrepreneurs, people with hectic schedules, individuals with low energy, podcasters who can't shut up, people who are health conscious, and so much more. Great as both a pre-workout and as a coffee energy drink replacement. Specifically designed every Rogue product line to be the best gaming drink on the planet. Rogue energy, more energy, more focus, more wins. Use promo code WRESTLINGE for 10% off your next purchase. And we are wrestling with one last uh, preview of WrestleMania Night 1, Night 2, everything you want to know. And in Mere hours, minutes, seconds, um, you should be listening to WrestleMania. How? On the remix, debuting on YouTube for the first time in six years, the remix comes to YouTube. James and I bring you the live streaming alternate commentary audio experience that you've all known and loved for the past six years, and this time, we get monetized, and then demonetized, the remix. Alright, and uh, there were some new matches announced. A match we never knew we never wanted. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Who wins, Scooter? 
Amigurd. Um, uh, well, if they if if they're really pushing Omas, then clearly Omas is going to win. And I had a very, a very feeling in the pit of my stomach that Omos is going to be championed by SummerSlam. I don't know. Why would you say that? Unless well, it's a they're, they're pushing the, the undefeated streak. Uh, you know, they're, they're giving him that traditional big man push. And that always ends up with a title program. That doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the WWE Championship. I mean, right now it seems like Titans hold those titles. Well, then it almost has to become an Eternal. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't think I'd come back with that one, did you, James? I was going more of the, the, the Titans Assemble. Titans together, or something like that. King Titans go! Little puffy Yami Yumi in this bitch. Um, another match we didn't ask for, but they're giving us. The New Day, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, versus Sheamus and Ridge Harlan. Who wins, little? Butch! Adam Cole, baby. Uh, if they end up naming, if they end up renaming Ridge Holland uh, Luke, I'm out of here. Luke Holland? No, just Luke. Because then you'll have Luke and Butch. The uh, I guess you call them. I guess the Tushwhackers. Which sounds like a very bad porn, but. Uh, uh, yeah, Seamus and Holland. Honestly, New Day. There's no way that they'll, they broke Biggie's neck and they're not going to give them the win for the feel good moment. Um,. Something we talked about last week, but um, it doesn't seem like it came... Oh, uh, uh, one thing that I will say, um, the Andre the Giant couldn't get on WrestleMania Battle Royal was yesterday, and Matt Cat Moss won. So, yeah. And, and I had the... The... Five... Of the last six people were the ones I thought were most likely to win. And that sixth man ended up winning it. It just seems like that's the nobody gives a fuck about a royal. Well, this could be good news. It could mean that, you know, he's going to be fired soon. was fired like five times in the past two years. Remember, there are more uh, more uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal winners that are not under contract than there are under contract. Including the first one. And the second one. And the third one. Now the third one was Baron Carter. Oh, shit. Um... And and the fourth one. And the fifth one. Oh, God, one. 134? Yes, uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, Matt Hardy. Yep, and the sixth one? Braun? And Jay Uso. So, literally, 
literally Baron Corbin and Jey Uso. And the only reason Jey Uso is still there is because of his Us Roman. Um, so we, uh, getting back to what I was talking about, um, uh, we talked about some matches that were just, uh, predictions at that point that didn't become actual matches. Uh, one of them being Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, another surprising match that isn't happening is no Ricochet match, um, who's the current Intercontinental Champion. Well, he did defend the Intercontinental title last night on SmackDown against Angel and Umberto in a triple threat match. That's correct, but if it happens on the WrestleMania SmackDown before WrestleMania, does anybody really see it? Uh, I would say so. It was a pretty decent match. Hey, it's not the, the skill of the... Combatants, I mean, I'm a big Angel Garza fan. Um, it's about that a lot more people would have saw it if it was on WrestleMania. No? Mm. Mm. Even if it was on WrestleMania, it probably would have been an afterthought. You might be right, but there would been there could have been a possibility that it it was something that people was looking forward to. I mean, do you, would you rather see the New Day versus then Rich Holland and Sheamus, or would you rather see a titles match for the Intercontinental or United States title? I'd rather see Shane O'Mac. Which is not on your question. Um, you know, Cody, oh, maybe, he's gonna, yeah, he, maybe not. He's gonna be in the building. She, uh, she has, uh, his trespasses have been forgiven. I wonder who he knows in that building that got him over. Oh, some, some two bit hack from Texas. Ginger Ninja. Conan O'Brien? Exactly, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I even heard that... I even heard that Marco Stunt was maybe uh, Seth Rollins' opponent for his match. <laughs> oh, hello, I'm Marco Stunt. The old Stunt family has been... Uh, we are... Multi-generational family, family in uh, pro wrestling. Yes. Oh, oh, you might know my brother Hornswoggle Stunt. When did Marco Stunt become the son of Jim Cornette? I tell you what, I'll be out. Something like that. What? Jim Cornette does not sound like an Irish leprechaun pixie type thing with the duck and the hey hey hey. I mean, he kind of does. Motherfucker. Um. Oh, oh, I think we also need to address that the fact that uh, uh, Booker, either Booker T cried. Last night at the ceremony, or he was high as hell. I mean, it could be a little bit. Of I mean, his eyes are red. Were redder than a uh, than an apple on harvest day. That's really red. I mean. <laughs> He, he, he just didn't have pink eye. He had pinker eye. Um, so, to my, to my point, 
Shouldn't we have? Shouldn't we have Intercontinental and United States Championship matches at WrestleMania? Doesn't oh, yes, absolutely. But when the WWE doesn't treat them as important, what? Why should the fans, you know, want to see them? Well, I mean, Finn Balor is is one of I want to say the big one of the bigger stars, um, and they've been pushing Damian Priest to the moon. So why not give Priest a, a mania moment, another one? And I mean, Rick could say they've been trying to promote, and I mean more. More for Balor and um, and Priest because they've been telling that story, and the Ricochet Garza uh, just seems kind of half-assed at this point. But you know they got there. Um, but when you don't have a WWE Championship match, it's in the same one as the Universal. Don't you want to put more titles on the card? Doesn't that make sense? Again, yes. But when you're not developing the, the titles as a as a point in a feud, it renders them meaningless. And having a title match for the sake of having a title match is something that when done at WrestleMania, 95% of the time, fails spectacularly. And it ends up being 30 seconds. I want to say that's Grey Mysterio versus Lakeville. Yeah, 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 that's a, it's a, somehow it always, usually involves Grey Mysterio. <laughs> So, you're saying that the Logan Paul and Ms. Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, is going to be a chip fest? Uh, of course. Because his outfits are spectacular, but then that bell has to ring. Right, and we talked about a little bit, but uh, Seth Rollins does have a match at Mania. Uh, it's uh, Vince McMahon's um, choosing. How how likely is it to be Shane McMahon at this point? Uh, mm, not... It's not going to be Shane. Then Marco's done. Mm, maybe. I've I've heard it might be it might actually be Peter Avalon. Hmm. I've even I've even heard that it might even be former. WCW champion David Arquette. Well, that would put some asses in seats. And if this is a celebrity mania, which it kind of seems to be, then that would make sense. I mean, it could even be Disco Inferno, for all we know. I mean, I mean, that would be very appropriate. The man who burns it down Versus burn, baby, burn. <laughs> um, oh, 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 um, oh, dang it, who else is that? Oh, I had someone in mind, and now, ah, Barry Horowitz. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Rob Hart just mentioned him and said, why, yeah. why isn't that guy in the Hall of Fame? And I could agree more. Yeah, as a as a young Jewish boy, you know he was there before Goldberg, and 
he he taught me that that a Jew could keep getting their ass kicked over and over and still keep moving forward. Um, but, but I will never, and nobody will ever forget where they were when Barry Horowitz won his first match. I do remember who, where I was when that match happened. I wasn't alive. I was in Miami. Hmm. And okay. and no, I was I was not doing anything with Will Smith. Will screwed Will. Um, you know, Becky, let's reveal that um, the people in the crowd they're not actually chanting Cody, whoever that could be, uh, but they're actually chanting uh, Colby. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Which is Seth's first name. No, I was alluding to Colby Carino, who his father does work for WWE, so... Not not anymore. See, Carino was released a long time ago. Oh. He was released in that... Yeah. Maybe they forgave each other. Uh, it could but, be Colby I mean, Carino, for all we know. I mean, Colby is Seth Rollins, you know... Non kayfabe name. It's his <coughs> host name. His non quite good on toast name. Yes. And he is Kobe Lopez. Who's that? Here's the God Booker must have been high. Ugh. <laughs> Alright, we should uh, probably get out of here so we could set up for the remix in probably minutes now. Yeah, uh, alright, I'll bring the hookers and cocaine. Oh, so I, I just need to sew up? And, um, oh, oh, we forgot one more match, uh, Stu versus Pendus. Oh. I didn't even know that they resurrected Stu Hart. I didn't say Stu Hart, I just said Stu. Is it like a beef stew? Uh, it's a... It's a beef... It's a beef boy. Mm. Sounds delicious. Um... God, you don't remember how you talk, do you? Once again, what should uh, how should you listen to uh, WrestleMania in mere minutes? Well, you could go to your uh, your local uh, junkie and get the official uh, remix uh, cup and string. Then you just put it to the air and listen from us yelling very loudly. But in all seriousness. You can listen to us ragging the shit at Logan Paul, courtesy of the remix on YouTube. It's huge. It's a debut. We are rolling out the uh, slightly used brown carpet for this. Uh, it's 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 gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be something. Yeah. It, it it it's gonna be it. I don't know what it is, but I know it when I see it. Alright. Remix on YouTube, James and me. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, but on YouTube and Castbox. Of course this is sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. Uh follow uh, uh join us this Wednesday as we interview uh JXT. Um, and of course, um, you can follow the show at Wrestling with Ebert on Twitter and Instagram for all your wrestling entertainment news and memes. Uh, you can follow us individually as well. I am at JamesJ993. Uh, you can follow Coleco at 
I am Coleco. Uh, hopefully, he'll post some pictures of uh, WrestleMania and what he's doing and his exploits. Um, and where can they find Scooter? On Twitter, at ScooterDust. Of course, uh, James and I on the YouTube with the remix and the hey, 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 the remix on YouTube, the only live streaming alternate commentary audio experience. And of course, look me up in all my Twitch antics on numerous channels, but mainly with Rico Constantino Jr. and the rest of the Smoking Dragons clan, twitch.tv backslash Smoking Dragons. For Coleco Yachts and Scooter Dust, I'm James Shea, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. No book, pass that joint. Hey guys, this is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs with Bob Seminars and TheWrestleLife.com, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Enjoy the show, support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at Rigside.